Let's take a few minutes this morning to bring God's Word to bear upon the young hearts and minds with us, and I always find it does me good as well to be reminded of some of the the core narratives of the Word of God and how they point us to the Lord Jesus Christ. For our young hearts and minds, we just want them to continue to to know what it is we're doing, why we're doing it, and uh, the significance of Christ and why we treasure Him so much. And uh, we're at a place in our reading of the Jesus Storybook Bible where Jesus, the Messiah, has come. God has fulfilled His promise, sent a Messiah, the one who's going to reverse the curses from the Garden of Eden. And now Jesus is in His public ministry until He ultimately goes to the cross. And so we're picking up on different scenes in Jesus' public ministry. And this morning we come upon one that's commonly referred to as the Sermon on the Mount. You ever heard of that before, the Sermon on the Mount? Yeah, he actually went up on the mountain and preached a sermon. And this is the gist of it. Those of you who are older kids with us, bear with the, uh, the liberties that the author took here in communicating some of this message from the Sermon on the Mount, but, because, but I do believe the message of it is true to heart. Wherever Jesus went, lots of people went to. They loved being near him. Old people, young people, all kinds of people came to see Jesus. Sick people, well people, happy people, sad people, worried people. Lots of them worrying about lots of things. You young kids ever worry about much? Sometimes I try to remember when I was young. Did I worry the way I do as an adult? They would worry about things like, what if we don't have enough food? What if we don't have clothes? What if we run out of money? What if there isn't enough? What if everything goes wrong? Won't, we won't be all right. What then? When Jesus saw all the people, his heart was filled with love for them. They were like a flock of sheep that didn't have a shepherd to take care of them. So Jesus set them all down and he talked to them. And the people sat quietly on the grassy mountainside and listened. And from where they sat, they could see the blue lake glittering behind them, the little fishing boats coming in from a night's catch. The spring air was fresh and clear. You see Jesus sitting them down there? I see you stretching your neck. And Jesus said, See those birds over there? Everyone looked. Little sparrows were pecking at seeds along the stony path they get their food maybe they have their pantries all stocked up cabinets full of food everyone laughed who's ever seen a bird carry a bag of groceries to a pantry no Jesus said they don't need to worry about their food because God knows what they need and he feeds them see a little picture of the bird with the shopping cart that would be a little creepy I'm kind of glad we don't see that And Jesus said, what about those wild flowers over there? Everyone looked. All around them, flowers were growing. Anemones, daisies, pure white lilies. Where do they get their lovely clothes, their colors? Do they make them? Do they have to go to work every day to make money to buy them? Do they have closets full of clothes? And again, everyone laughed. Who's ever seen a flower go to the closet and put on a dress? No, Jesus said, they don't need to worry about that. 
because God clothes them in royal robes of splendor. Not even a king is dressed as well as these flowers. They'd never met a king, but as they gazed out over the lake glittering and sparkling below them, the hillsides dressed in reds and purples and golds, they felt a great burden lift from their heart. They couldn't imagine anything more beautiful. Little flock, Jesus said to these, don't you know you're more important than birds, more important than flowers? The birds and the flowers don't sit and worry about these things. And God doesn't want you to either. God loves to look after the birds and the flowers. And if he looks after them, believe he looks after you too. Jesus knew that God would always love and watch over the world he had made. Everything in it, the birds, the flowers, the trees, animals, everything. And of course, most of all, his children. Even though people were prone to forget, the birds had not forgotten, the flowers hadn't forgotten. They still knew their song. It was the song all of God's creation had sung to him from the very beginning. It was the song people's hearts were made to sing. God made us. He loves us. He's very pleased with us. It's why Jesus had come into the world, to sing to us that wonderful song. To sing it not only with his voice, but with his whole life. So that God's children could remember it and join in. And sing it too. And you see the picture there. Again, Jesus preaching this message to the people there on the hillside. The song of the gospel. God's love for a people who don't deserve it. Who couldn't earn it. Who can't do anything to fix their own problem. Yet he comes and does it all for us. And we sing. Jesus came in his public ministry, sang the song to us. So that we would hear because we're hard-headed. And we gather each Lord's Day to sing that song to God because it's true, because He is this God, but also because we need to preach it to our own hearts, our own minds, the sufficiency of God, the greatness of God, and that we can come to Him no matter what our affliction, no matter what our need, no matter what our struggle. He in Christ is enough. As young kids, you don't understand it right now. As you get older, man, life gets hard. It gets difficult. Sometimes you look at your mom and your dad and your grandparents and you think, oh, they just got, they got all the answers. They just know what to do. And it's just not true. We need help. And the help we have is in the form of Jesus Christ. And that's why we're here this morning. Because we need him. And because he has everything we need.